All right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's afternoon, right? Yes. It is four o'clock on my watch. And today I have a special guest in the building. And uh, one more time, welcome to the David Holman podcast. So I got a buddy in the in the building. His name is Ishmael. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hey, hi, everyone. How you doing? My name is Ishmael Jinnabon. Okay, so Ishmael used to be my roommate. You know, we went to college together here at Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. What'd you study uh, at, at IUPUI? Um, Boilermakers, you know, go Purdue. Hey. Um, mechanical engineering. My man, my man. So, um, I'm really, really happy to have Ishmael on here today. I've been trying to get him in the studio for for a while now. And uh, one more time, uh, if you're new to this show, uh, this podcast is a mental health podcast. Um, personally, I'm, a, I'm an individual in substance abuse disorder recovery. And I found out that during my treatment that um, a lot of uh, discussion was really, really healthy for us to do. And so my goal with this podcast is to just draw people in across the globe to just um, conversations that are just kind of recorded and just hearing people just talk about things that are important to them. But specifically, um, so I drew this definition of mental health from the World Health Organization, and it defines mental health as a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities, uh, can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. So the discussion points on this podcast that you're going to be listening to are number one, whether you're, um, you feel like you can realize your own abilities, whether you can cope with the normal stresses of life, whether you can work productively and whether you can make a contribution to your own community. So uh, this podcast is unscripted. So what you're just going to get is what you're going to get is um, what you get. You know, we're just going to be talking. So there's no script. I'm not reading from anything. Um, so that being said, I'm just going to dive right in. So um, Ishmael, man, can you tell my listeners just like a little bit about yourself and like, you know, how we know each other and all that stuff and all that good stuff? Sure. Um well, I was born in Africa, um, specifically West Africa, Liberia, and came to the States at the age, around the age of 11, I think. Grew up in New Jersey for a while, moved to Indiana to come to, you know, attend college because it was cheaper. That's how I met David. Hey. We became roommates um, while we were studying at um, IUPUI, um, did a bunch of activities together, and since then, we, you know, kept our friendship um, not as close as we used to be because, you know, life and other things we have to deal with. But that's my story. Yeah, there's a lot more to his story, too. Don't <laughs> let him fool you, man. But anyways, we're going to jump right in. So uh, the first clause of this definition from the World Health Organization states that mental health is a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities. So Ishmael, do you feel like you're able, do you feel like you're realizing your abilities right now? Yeah, um, I, I feel like I am. I mean, I'm still learning on a daily basis, you know, about my abilities and stuff like that. But it took a while for me to, you know, realize what I was capable of. And at this point in, of my life right now, I'm still learning, like I said. But yeah, I think I, I know. What kind of abilities do you would you say you have? Because I, I know you got some abilities that I'll, I'll bring up later. But what kind of abilities do you, do you feel like you have? Um, so... I'll say like um, 
helpful. Like I like to help people. Like I mean, I consider that an ability. Some people might not, but I do. And it's just something that's embedded in me, and I don't know. I just like doing it. Um, like to play soccer a lot. That's another ability. Like my what I realize is my my greatest ability is bringing people together. I think that's what I strive on. Like, you know, bringing yeah, everybody together and stuff like that. That's awesome. So the the, uh, the, def- the definitions states that like uh, you're able to realize those abilities. So are you? Do you feel like you're actually able to realize those abilities? You mentioned soccer. You mentioned bringing people together. Um, so you've mentioned these abilities. You know, can you give me some like actual examples of you know how you actually do them? Um. So I'll okay. So we have this soccer group. Um, it's called IndieSoccer.com. Like okay. we play in um, Carmel Founders hey. Park, and we brought a whole like different nationality and races together to play soccer um, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturday. And I know you know um, Kumba and Schmidt and them. And yeah, Kumba. Those are the guys that first introduced me to IndieSoccer.com. Yeah, and after that, like. I joined and I brought more people into, into the, um, I wouldn't say organization because it's a nonprofit, but yeah. <laughs> you know, um, that's one example of like, as far as like bringing people together to like, like, you know, accomplish, like enjoy soccer together and like have fun and play the sport. And yeah, people used to tell me like, you know, and they still do like, hey, you're good at soccer and stuff like that. That's an ability they, they realize, you know, I don't want to like, everybody asks me, are you good at soccer? I'm like, Come watch for yourself, and then you know, because it, it kind of sound like everything. Like when I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty good, you know. Yeah, like yeah, he is pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening, Ishmael can play really good soccer. He's he has a lot of really good athletic abilities. Um, for me, I think that um, and let's see, am I able to? Am I am I realizing my abilities right now? Hmm, it's a good question. Right now, I think that you know uh, I am gifted with communication. And I think this podcast is definitely like an area where I'm able to like realize that ability. And let's see, there's quite a few other abilities that I do have that I feel like I'm able to realize. Um, I went jogging last night at like 10 o'clock at night. And funny enough, man, I was able to power through that run like it was nothing. I think maybe that's because of the fact that it was the evening time and there wasn't any sun. So as far as being able to like realize some of my athletic abilities, you know, I think uh, I'm being I'm able to do that, even though Ishmael might laugh at my basketball skills. But anyways, it's all good. Can we tell that story? <laughs> You're more than welcome, man. Tell, tell the story. What story? You're talking about how I beat you in basketball in summer of 2013. So, so was, was, was this summer? 2013. Was it Central Day? Yeah, so um, we, lived, we lived on Central um, <laughs> Avenue while we were in college, and um, this is funny. So, a bunch of us got together, and we're, this is when we were living together in college, huh? Yeah, in um, Central on um, Central Avenue. Central Avenue is a street in Indianapolis, FYI, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so <laughs> we um, we went to this park down the street from Central. It's actually closer to IPY to go play um, basketball. I think it was like four on four or something like that. And a bunch of us got together, and David came out with <laughs> headbands, like long on, socks, bro. like he had. All, all the equipment and it's like oh damn this dude is gonna 
he's gonna beat us in basketball like you, you know? already know and we went to the park we all warming up and stuff like that we started playing and then he passed the ball to david and then he drives to, <laughs> to do the layup oh my god this is so embarrassing he hits the backboard <laughs> and the ball flies over back to the other side of the court man y'all were tripping bro but i gotta give it to ishmael because he actually taught me to aim for the square of the backboard when i'm trying to shoot and that's a technique that i actually still use till today man but bro man yeah we lived in a really like we lived in like a duplex in college and uh, it was me ishmael abu toby toby's the one of our guys from nigeria abu's from guinea and man that, that house was crazy we said we used to have like lots of parties and stuff like that crazy times man and can i say um yeah toby's one of our brothers and he recently lost his dad so you know want to send prayers to him Oh man, yeah. didn't know that. I'll have to reach out to him. So, so the next question is, or rather, it's a statement that I'm going to transform into a question. And also, just a kind of like disclaimer that you know, I'm not a doctor. Ishmael is not a doctor. Are you a doctor? No. Okay, he's an engineer. And so, if you do have any mental health issues that you feel are sort of severely limiting your ability to just like uh, operate in life, please seek medical help. This is just sort of a, just kind of a conversation that we have. We're making no claims to be like medical professionals. But anyways, the World Health Organization's second clause states that um, mental health is a state of well-being in which an individual can cope with the normal stresses of life. So, Mr. Ishmael, do you think that you can cope with normal stresses of life? I mean, on a daily basis, I try to. You know, it's very tough and it's stressful, like... I wish that, you know, I talk to my girl, I talk to my family, but like sometimes, like as you, as you said, it's better to talk to somebody about it, like, you know, everything that's going on in your life, you know, and I haven't reached that point yet because I really cannot find time because I just had a kid and, yeah. you know, having a kid, you don't really have time to do that much, but that's something I definitely want to do and put part of my life, like, even if it's like on a monthly basis, yeah, you know, talk to like, you know, somebody like a professional yeah you know about stuff i deal with you know yeah what are some normal stresses of life that you would say you have um bills <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal stress i feel you on that man you know waking up every day like man i don't know and then now with the whole covert 19 situation going on like that's a little stressful because now you have to worry about um my kid, you know, taking him out in public and stuff like that. And then also my mom is still in Ghana and my both my, my uncles passed away, my aunt passed away just past year, so From COVID or um well or COVID related things? No, okay. Just, were, yeah, yeah, it's just it was just about that time. But she's dang. still over there and she's trying to get over here and that, like, yeah. that's another stressful thing that I deal with every day, like wondering like if something's gonna happen to her why she's still there before she gets back here. Yeah. Know, that's another stressful part of life that I'm how do you cope? What are some uh, coping mechanisms that you would say that you have right now? I try to talk to her um, on a daily basis if I can. Yeah. And then like another outlet that I have is actually like soccer, like, you know, yeah. that, that releases up, like a lot of stress. Like yeah. just go out yeah. there and then get that, that testosterone going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and I agree. So. So for sure. Um, I, I think for me, I've reached a point where, yeah, I can cope with the normal stresses of life. Um, I guess what I what I need to do is figure out what's considered normal stress and what's considered like abnormal stress. Like, but by God's grace, I'm in a position where 
the, the, the stresses and things that I do have, they usually go away in like, if I just sit back and take deep breaths. Well, not really, when I say deep breaths, I'm, I'm not like doing, <sighs> no, I mean, just literally, if I just, just keep on pushing through minute by minute, what ends up happening is that something that I was stressing about just kind of fades away. And maybe even after I eat or drink some water, I feel different about it. So yes, I feel like I am in, um, a position where I'm able to cope with the normal stresses of life, you know. Um, what are some of those stresses for me? I would say, you know, there's marriage, making sure the wife is happy. There's, you know, career, you know, there's, believe it or not, like little household duties. You know, my dishes were sitting in my sink for like the last two weeks. And just looking at those dishes were like, it would give me anxiety. So I had to hire somebody to just come and clean the dishes, you know. <laughs> I'm not even talk, joking. And then my car, man, oh my gosh. My car was giving me anxiety. I was spending like the last three weeks working on it because I wanted to fix it myself. You know what I'm saying? And I just finally just got rid of it and found another car, thank God. But um, I think I'm able to cope with the normal stresses of life. Um, but I will also say, you know, uh, Ishmael, what I've noticed about you, though, is that, you know, let's say I've known you for, let's just say, what, since 2012 or 2013. So I'm going on a good like seven, seven to ten, seven to ten years or so over through the course of all that. There's always been like a consistency in you of sort of like being able to uh work like profitable jobs and keep your mind on the goal. When I first met you, you were in college. And so, uh, you know, you knocked that out the park and then went and got a decent engineering job. And so uh, a consistency for me usually is a particular sign that somebody has their head on straight, especially when I see it in a particular area. And yes, you, you do do the soccer thing quite, quite often. And I noticed that, you know, so uh, that's very encouraging to watch you grow. Um, so the next one says that you can work productively. Uh, do you feel like you're able to work productively right now, currently? Um, you mean like as far as like my career job? What do you consider work? That's a good question, actually. Like right now, this phase, what would you consider your work to be? Um, well, going to Toyota, I consider that work. Yeah. <laughs> and taking care of my kid and my son is work also, you know. Yeah. And my relationship is also work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come and think about it. There's a lot of things that <laughs> I do I could consider work, you know. I feel but, you, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, you got to see the beauty in that, right? Yeah. Just, you know, that helps you move through it. Yeah. Yeah. So you work for Toyota? Yes, sir. Big man. Big man doing big things. Awesome. So let's focus on, let's focus on Toyota, for example. So do you feel like you're able to work productively? Um, yeah, I mean, it's stressful at times. Like, sometimes there's a lot of projects due, and you're just like, oh man. Especially um, during these times, like, I'm working from home and I have a few projects due, and then the system, since I'm like mobile, yeah, system crashes a lot more. Oh, and it's like, that's the I, worst. I lose all the work. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I'm never going to get this done. That's and the like, worst. Yeah, I have a timeline, yeah. and it's, it's just it's crazy. So, what right. I try to do is like, Toyota's open, so you know you could go. You could still go on campus, and yeah. work and stuff like that. So even though it's a, it's a long drive, I try to go there like a few times a week, do what I have to do, and then come home. And yeah. Sometimes when I'm home, it's even harder to work because the kid and my fiance and everybody. So 
Hmm. So then you just escape to like uh, Toyota. Yeah. Is the campus open twenty four hours or? No, um, it's open most of the time. I mean, I think you could go there any time of the day because the security always there. But yeah. you know, I try to go there when other people's are there. Yeah. Because if say if I have a project that you know they're building the stuff on the production floor that I need to like fix something, then I can take care of that while people are still there. Then. Yeah, having to worry about a phone call, like a Skype call or something like that. Yeah, is there anywhere in your house or neighborhood that you can go if you need to sort of get away to actually be productive? Oh, I have my office, but like I said, like <laughs> kids are kids, man. Like there's no there's no privacy, like unless I like, out. <laughs> it's not so like it's a loft, you know. That's where my office is. Yeah, so it's on the second floor, and like it's it's an open area, so. You know, you have kids and everybody like, oh, are, are you still, are you still needing? <laughs> yeah, there's no privacy at all at home, so it's kind of crazy. Like, I, I think it's safe to say during COVID-19 that everybody's struggling with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather work from home. Like, i seen this, um, I read this article that um, Google extended uh, the stay at home for their employees to July 2021. Yeah. And... I was like, Toyota, what's going on? I was, like, <laughs> I was just extended to like September. Okay. September 8th, but that's still like a few, a month already or something like that. W- like, would you rather, uh, would you rather work from home or be in yeah, the office? Because I think like, honestly, like working from home, you're saving the company money, right? Yeah. They don't have to pay that much electricity and like everything else. Like, yeah. And, and also you're saving yourself money. Like you don't have to buy lunch. Yeah. You don't have to buy gas to go to work. Oh, tell me about it. Like it's, it's actually like better for both parties yeah and working from home you get to spend more time with your family also yeah especially if your company like if your job allows you to do it and it's still productive like i think that's something that you look into sure yeah so uh what are some measures that you usually put in place to sort of like help out with the distractions at home you need to get work done like what do you do like just Uh, curious well sometimes i just go on the patio and work from there okay yeah and just lock everybody knock everybody out nice plug in my ear pods <laughs> or just, just, just talk to them like you know the night before like hey uh, this is important and I need to really get this done so like please don't interrupt me too much you know yeah communication works. communication is key yeah awesome dude and it's really nice out you know I mean I guess it's kind of hot actually yeah yeah because yeah. when I'm out there the, the laptop is hot Ooh. <laughs> and the sun too yeah uh, as for me am I able to work productively yeah I am I, I really I thank God for the fact that you know this little uh, studio that we're in is pretty ducked off and uh, my wife she's very good at like respecting my uh, work time and um, if anything my issue is that like from a logistics standpoint I can work productively but there's a lot of inner turmoil that comes with you know just this whole project that I have going on you know there's like worries about you know the financing the funding there was writing the grants uh, grant proposals and doing the research for or agencies that that fund the grants and so for me it's I can work productively productively from all logistical uh, viewpoints but sometimes I deal with like inner motivational issues like motivation to you know uh, go over the budget for the couple, last couple months or motivation to just, just take a general stock of um, how good the company's doing you know so I would say just kind of motivation when you can't really see for me um, 
things coming into fruition like I would like so it sort of hinders me sometimes from being a little productive. And uh, it's a little hard for me too sometimes to define what productivity looks like in this um, podcasting sphere or industry, so to speak. And then also for me too is uh, when I, I used to equate productivity also with like getting jobs done and money. And so sometimes when the money's not coming in, you kind of wonder like, well, is, am I even doing anything productive or whatever? So uh, I'm really hoping that people are tuning in and that, you know, especially in Africa, that people are getting um, just some benefits from hearing our conversations and things like that. So the, the final uh, clause in this particular definition from the World Health Organization is that uh, mental health is a state of well-being in which an individual is able to make a contribution to his or her community. Uh, do you feel like you're able to make a contribution to your community? Not as much as I want to, you know. I mean, there's a few things that I want to do to my community, like especially like seeing like the homelessness around, stuff like that. Um, I actually came up uh, with an idea of uh, a friend of my um, Anthony on Oyeka, and it was you know to like put like a goodie bag together, and you know when you see the you know when you're driving and you see people like on the highway exit asking for money and stuff like that, you know, yeah. like, give them the bag. Yeah. And I was actually, I've been thinking about, you know, a plan of how to incorporate that, like, similar to, like, Uber and, like, DoorDash, like, you know, how they, they do everything. And yeah. have other people be able to purchase it from, like, a website. Yeah. And then do it themselves. So that's something I was working on. But currently, I just had a kid, like I, I stated earlier, and just, I didn't really have time to do that because yeah. I've been pretty busy, but... So can you elaborate on that idea a little bit further, just in case there's anybody who's out there who is listening and might want to um, pitch in or help develop that idea? Say that one more time. How is that going to work? So um, it's, it's just like a rough draft, but like, you know, you, you, you can purchase, an individual can purchase like a bag, like okay. a goodie bag from like a website. Okay. And they will be able to like, it will get delivered to them. And okay. That money will in turn go into um, investing in the nonprofit and buying more, you know, yeah. necessity for the people that need to. Like a bag will include like a toothbrush, you know, like a, f a few canned meals and like you know some necessities. Yeah. And as they're driving, like say from work or like to a supermarket or to like dinner or something, they'll mm -hmm. have the bags in their car, and then when they see like the person on the side of the road asking for money or whatever, you could give that bag to the person, you know, like the yeah. essential, essentials for them yeah. to, you know, deal whatever they're going on with, you know. So it'd be like, it'll be like an app or something like that and you can log into and order the bags yes. and have them in your car and... Yes. Okay, that sounds like a good idea, man. So if anybody's listening, dude, and you want to hop in, how can they reach you if they want to, you know, if somebody has some ideas? Um... You can reach David Holman. He will uh, he, he have my contact information um, along with the um, podcast. Um, you could um, send me an email. It's um, dotted expression, um, D-O-T-T-E-D, expressions, um, X-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S at gmail.com. And once again, it's dotted, D-O-T-T-E-D, expressions without the E, X-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S at gmail.com. Yeah, dotted expressions, guys. I got a funny story about that, actually. So, <laughs> so dotted expressions, man. That's been Ishmael's like business since, since, since what? Like even before I met him, and 
Man, he has taken that business so many different angles. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time it was a clothing. It was it's, what did it start off as? Um, it, it was clothing. Yeah. Oh, so um, with this nonprofit is not for data expressions. Like okay. I haven't created um, an email for it. Um, it's going to be the idea. What I want to call it is high indie. Yeah. So like somebody waving like high, like high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's going to say high indie. Like nice. So like when you see a person, it's like. Not high five. Did you ever use high five back in the day? Nah, oh, I'm, no. I'm just telling my days. <laughs> high five, man, was this uh, social media platform that we used to use like back in. Of the day? It was even before MySpace. <laughs> high five, like, anyways. But um, so dotted expressions, bro. I got a funny, believe it or not, uh, ish, bro. Uh, dotted expressions actually helped. It, it inspired me, like. Um, I don't know what I don't know if you remember when we were living together. You had me go into your room and like go pick up some kind of binder. I guess it was like a, it was the it was the legal Zoom binder that you had used to incorporate um, dotted expressions. Okay. So just ever since then, I've always just thought about the idea that okay, when it's time for me to start my business, legal Zoom is a, is a good place to go because that's what you used, right? Yes. Yeah, he used legal Zoom. So believe it or not, when I was setting up this nonprofit, mm-hmm. I went to I went to legal Zoom. And I went through everything. I did all the steps all the way to the end till it was time to pay. Uh-huh. And then once it was time to pay, I was like, okay, I don't need to pay. I know what to do now. And so I, yeah. I kept like, I did. I, I want to say I downloaded or I printed everything it told me to do, uh-huh. but I just didn't pay for it. I went and just did it on my own. They tried to charge me like almost two thousand oh, dollars to do, yeah. yeah, to do like the registering and all that. But when I did it on my own, mm-hmm. I only did cost me like thirty two dollars for the state to do it on my own. That's the thing. Like that's the thing. Um, um, a friend of mine also went through the similar situation. Duane, you know Duane. Yeah. Um, he went to the state and he registered his business to. Yeah. He has an art gallery downtown. Yeah. And. When I did it initially, like I was in college and legal Zoom was charging me, I think like five hundred dollars, but right. like three payments. I was like, okay, I can, you can do I this. Can do <laughs> I can do three payments. Why not, me. right? But I know definitely with a nonprofit, with legal Zoom, is definitely more expensive. So that two thousand dollars makes makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. it was one thousand one thousand one hundred. It was one thousand something though, and I was almost gonna pay it, but. I just thought to myself, like, because the reason why I chose LegalZoom and shout out LegalZoom, you guys are awesome, was I didn't, I didn't understand what it took and what the requirements were. Mm-hmm. So once I was able to do that, I then fi- tried to figure out if I could do it on my own. Mm-hmm. So the lawyers on LegalZoom pointed out that this is what I needed to do. And they did all that. And finally, they were like, your bill is your bill is like to 1000 and I was like, okay. That's pretty smart. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna pay, but during the entire process of setting this, um, or my business up, this nonprofit, the David Holman podcast, I kept on having to go back to my LegalZoom account and looking at what they said I need to do and what I need to do, what I need to do, what I need to do. It was still on there, yeah, the quote, the quote was still on there. (laughs) So shout out LegalZoom, man. I hope they don't, I hope they don't start like taking that down or whatever, but, because I can probably log in right now and see what the requirements are for like nonprofits and all that. But yeah, my mind went, because I've been, I'd heard about LegalZoom or, like a long time before I even met you, but seeing that binder, that um, wine colored burgundy binder with the um, gold or whatever mm-hmm. printed on there, it left an impression in my mind that, wow, this is very feasible. So you, you never know what kind of impact you really have on people's lives, bro. Like seriously, yeah. man, that's really, that binder that, that you had your company formed mm-hmm. is really what 
um, it stuck in, with me in the back of my mind that, okay, this is what I need. This is what I can do when it's ultimately time to start a business, you know? Um, so yeah, dude. You, you, and yeah. I think I went with LegalZoom because I didn't want to go through the steps of like doing everything myself. Of course. And they yeah. take care of it and everything. They know? did, right? They, yeah, you file your taxes for like the first three years for you. So. Yeah, there's an option where it does that. <laughs> so, there was, I saw that option. And I was like, you know, I don't want to, that's one thing is the IRS, I don't want to, any oh, issues yeah. with them yeah <laughs> yeah yep. i set all that up everything is good and we're legit man yeah. um yeah uh, daughtered expressions man remember in college when you guys made those t-shirts mm-hmm. uh for was it for real are you for real, for real? that's how you feel with the stars yeah oh man daughtered expressions. T-shirts, actually. Yeah. man 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 you still have a couple of them are they, yeah. are they used or new? Uh, yeah i think yeah um my fiance was wearing it, so. Okay, okay. There's one that had like King and some other stuff on there. Yes. And um, yeah, yeah. You had like all all your guys like modeling them down there at the circle. I think um the the one with the African the map of Africa with the dots. Yeah. Um, I think um Fatima actually wants to use that, so. Okay. I'm go ahead and do that because I'm not doing anything with it anymore. So. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if you could um take the since your business is already set up mm-hmm. if you could start your other business idea under that dotted expressions name because i know for me when i had to when i was thinking about because this podcast initially started as like a bible study for me i wanted mm-hmm. to record bible studies but in order to reach a wider array of audiences part of my english i don't even know what kind of english that was but in order to reach a wider <laughs> a, a wider audience uh-huh. i figured i don't want to alienate people and so let me just kind of like stick to regular discussion about mental health sure. so i went to the back to the secretary of state to just sort of um uh edit like the cause of the business they charged me like 20 30 something dollars again so i mean i didn't like the fact that i had to pay to do all that but i wonder if that's something you could consider doing was it a non-profit initially mm-hmm. yeah it was a non-profit See, that's the thing. that expression is an llc so i don't know how like to hold yeah to do all that to change it to a non-profit because this will have to be a non-profit yeah oh yours is like a for-profit yeah okay yeah okay um so that's great to hear that idea Uh, for me let's see am i able to make a contribution to my community i think at this point i am um for me i'm trying to define what my community is my go-to usually is usually church Uh, church has always been a way for me to sort of get involved in what's going on around me, but albeit it's from a religious perspective, but usually the church provides me with like a one-stop um, way to sort of like do good. So whether it's donating money or, or volunteering here and there, I feel like that's kind of like my go-to, but um, during COVID-19, I haven't really been able to do that because obviously our churches are kind of closed and all that. Um, so I probably, need to brush up in this area and for if you're if you're a listener who's kind of like been following you're probably going to say well this is the same thing he said last time but i mean what do you think dude like i donate money though to some stuff mm-hmm. would you say that's contributing to your community and then i guess another question for you i'd be would be like, what would you define as your community um that's a very good question i guess the area where you live to yeah. start off to start with you know like where you hang out and places like that. Yeah. I define that as my community. And also places where you wanna influence too, not just small bubbles like, hey, I live on the east side, so just the east side is my community. Like 
the whole the whole world could be a community you know yeah <laughs> so. that's a cop-out i think though <laughs> to, do, to be like oh the world is my community in all in all honesty yeah because i currently live this is called bates hendrix maybe i need to maybe i need to like sort of like get involved locally even if it's just a small thing here or there you know what i mean contribute to my community i mean i, I used to work at uh, a few shelters like downtown you know yeah. like um, passing out food and stuff like that. And that's this is our community, right? Yeah. Is it downtown considered like yeah. Indianapolis? <laughs> so, <laughs> I did that. I did that for a little bit. Though. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's safe to say that um, we have contributed to our community, and um, I don't know if we're currently making contributions, but that's probably an area that we all need to improve on. So I mean, so that wraps up pretty much today's conversation, today's discussion. Uh, is there anything else you just kind of like to you know let our I don't know, is there anything you'd like to add to this before we wrap it up? Um, like I said earlier, before when we started, um, definitely like, you know, talk to someone, like a professional, like about your mental health, because it's very important. Yep. And that's something um, I started um, paying more attention to, like the more I, I listen to, like, um, I don't know if you know the show, like The Breakfast Club, and like, yeah. I started realizing how important it is to, to talk to someone, and instead of just keeping it inside, you know. Talk to people. I mean, talk to a professional about, you know. Charlemagne. What's going on in your life, and It helps, it helps out a lot more. Are they, are they talking about mental health now in The Breakfast Club, or? Um, he, yeah, he, 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 he pushes up on it, like, you know, from here, time to time. Yeah, because I saw something when I was scrolling, I think it was yesterday, it was Charlemagne talking about, the, it was, the caption was something about mental health, and so I didn't really, like, read it, uh, listen to it or anything, but I saw that he was doing something about that, yeah. so they talked about it. I know he's a big advocate. Of For mental health? Yeah, he is. So. Okay. All right, guys. So uh, one more time, my website is davidholmanpodcast.com, D-A-V-I-D-H-O-L-M-A-N, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. And I want to thank uh, Ishmael for being on the show. And uh, that's about it. Um, one last thing, I want to shout out to all my Sierra Leoneans who have been tuning in and liking the show. I was able to, I sort of like... Um, I targeted your country for advertising. I also targeted uh, Ghana, targeted uh, Nigeria, a lot of countries in West Africa, and some countries here in the U.S. as far as the advertising goes, Instagram, Facebook advertising, and um, other social media platforms. But it seems as though I'm getting a lot of love from Sierra Leone. So shout out to my Sierra Leoneans, man, wherever you guys are. I love you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, once again, you can reach me at the David Holman Podcast podcast at gmail.com and uh, just google me you know google the podcast and i'm sure you'll find uh different ways to contact us and we're also available on all your major podcast platforms and do me a favor if you ever reach out tell me where you're listening from you know and then last but not least there's a donate button on the website i know nobody likes to do nobody likes to hear the donate part the money part but there's a, a donate button you can click to uh, donate to the cause so um, that's about it man we love you guys remember that uh, just try to focus on your mental health and um, remember that mental health is part of a wider package of health so when you think of health don't just think of your physical body and uh, your blood and your heart and all that you also have to consider your brain and, your, and the state of your mind so thanks for tuning in guys until next time thanks adios for, thanks for having me David you are welcome spread love